Welcome to Real Money Talks. Real strategies from the money makers and the world changers that you can use to make millions, keep those millions, multiply your wealth, and build your team. Here's your host, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View, Laurel Langmire. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Laurel Langmire's Weekly Market Awareness. Very happy to have you here today as we're going to be talking about entrepreneurial activities and habits. So very excited to be learning from Laurel as she's going to be talking about what you need to do to be changing your conversation and approach to uh, money. Now, we started this week with a very interesting question. The average person is going to spend about $100 during the course of Halloween, and we asked how you felt about it to get a conversation started about money rules, money habits, and activities that people yeah. are taking. So Laurel, welcome back. Happy to have you here as always. I wanted to see how you're doing and what you're thinking about what people spend on Halloween. Well, I think it's interesting how now what people spend on Halloween, and we're going to kind of end our uh, broadcast showing you an inflation slide and uh, what's going on. I mean, most people are spending more than 100 a week on coffee. Like, that's just a whole new statistic that I'm aware of. Uh, people are spending so much money. You almost have to think 100 last year was like $50 because of inflation. And those of you who aren't like looking at that and, uh, and how does that relevant to today is how do we think and how do we make decisions? We make them very strategically. And it's not always, uh, which I think you hear us all the time talk about the income side. Yes, you always have to make more income, but if your income isn't up, 20, 30, 50, 100% in some of these categories, I can promise you, you're being asked to spend those prices today. Um, in fact, with those of you that are live in the chat, those of you that are out in our social channels, in our MIT group, Millionaires in Training. And by the way, if you haven't joined our Millionaires in Training Facebook group, we're always out having conversations over there uh, or through LinkedIn. One o'clock, we have Clubhouse. So, I mean, we are all social channels. But I'm curious as a chat question, and those of you on social posting, I mean, how are you guys feeling about inflation? Where do you, maybe, what is the biggest categories you're seeing that you know you're spending in? Like you're consciously you know, you've got to be, if you're, if you're driving, you've got to be seeing it at the gas pump. I mean, that's an obvious one. And in a lot of states, it's up 100%. So what else are you all seeing? Let's put it in the chat. Where are you seeing the most? And I'm going to say it differently. How, what are you feeling the most, right? So somebody out here said food, uh, ingredients for different products, definitely gasoline, right? So be specific. I like the specifics. So what kind of groceries? I mean, food and gas, clearly. But really break that down. I mean, if you're the, the normal every morning, you know, Starbucks or Dutch Bros or, you know, a human being or whatever coffee shop, haven't you noticed those have gone from $5 to $7? Haven't you noticed um, like all of it? And you can complain about it, but we're not the complaining people. We're the so what, now what people. So what, that is happening. Now, what do you do about it? So we do have, um, and I'll put some links out here. In fact, if you want to put uh, the link, uh, it's asklaurel.com forward slash beat inflation. Um, so we have a, an awesome uh, option for you to start buying. It's like a rebate. You kind of get your money back from buying from yourself. So, so just change your spending is one way. Clearly, we're the biggest advocates of go make more money. I mean, never before, I think, is our 100K program of, you know, helping people go make 100,000 uh, because you're going to have to increase your, your income to maintain what's going to be required, uh, whether it's at the store or the, the, the gas pump. So what else do we do to make some, uh, and there's a, 
there's a little grid there. You can't read a lot of it, um, but uh, Steve found this from, uh, from I think Grant Cardone was doing a broadcast and uh, had put this up. And I think these are ever-changing numbers. So it's a snapshot in time of what inflation looked like, like last week. Um, but we just want to like put it very loudly on your radar that it's true. You can control your spending. You can buy from yourself, get rebates back from yourself. Again, we're putting that link in there. You can go check that out right now. How do you make more money? And what are the decisions that we make when we're doing that? So we are looking at both sides. I mean, I'd say... What do you think, Thomas? You've worked with me now for what? I don't know how many years. A decade? Eight years? Nine Eight years? years? Eight, Eight years. years. Mm -hmm. So how how many times have you ever heard the, the blend of a conversation as broadly as we have it today? Right? It's mostly all income, 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 make money, right. make money. It's pretty rare that we are swinging to the other side and say, you have a P and now you have an L and that L is going to add up really quick. Mm -hmm. But I don't think in our eight years together, um, and I Steve's been uh, almost a decade, you know, behind the scenes, we we've never lived through an inflationary period. You know, no. I think our parents did, our grandparents did, right. but we haven't really lived through it. So then, what do you do? And us being right. the all money conversation, what do you do? You got to start thinking about it differently. You have to spend time on your income, mm -hmm. right? So we're going to talk about some five habits. So get a pen and paper out. Those of you that are out there listening, we're going to talk about some habits um, that does help with your, I'm going to say your decision-making and just your thinking. Um, and then we're going to end with what do you do every day? Like some real, you know, we also about revenue producing days, but now we're going to talk about revenue producing days and just some awareness of how often you're getting your credit card out and which card are you getting out? So we're going to end with some uh, behaviors. So get a pen and paper. So what are the habits of great entrepreneurs as you think about, um, you know, smart decision-making, changing decision-making, um, well, first of all, we think like millionaires and I always tell everybody, you know, and I'm asked that by the media all the time, you know, how does somebody become a millionaire? I said, hang out with us. You do not know how we act, think, behave, our interactions with our children, uh, what we're investing in, uh, how we're managing taxes. Um, like my son's going to school, but he's also my business partner and he's been a partner of mine since he's 18. And he's just every year is going to be doing more and more of that. Um, part of it's a generational wealth move. And Part of it is high tax strategies for a household. So if you think about how the decisions are made, um, I would say, number one, you have to have a big, hairy, audacious goal, right? So Jim Collins wrote the book, uh, Built to Last, which is about how to have visionary companies and all visionary companies who have sustained at least a 10-year run, if not more, have had what they call, what he called BHAGs, big, hairy, audacious goals. So if you don't have a big, hairy, audacious goal, I mean, this, this period of our life and time of inflation is, is not going to be short-lived. Um, year, two years, I mean, could be, you know, the duration of this administration. Um, don't know. We'll see. Um, but regardless, what can you control, right? That's where we always bring it back because we can have a whole different conversation. What can you control in your household? So what is the big, hairy, audacious goal? Like mine is generational wealth for me and my family. But also we have an extended family here called the big table in our community of folks who kind of rely and are dependent on us guiding through what are we all going to do? And making money is what we are doing. I mean, a lot of us are banding together and we're... I, start a few more companies, we're doing some more direct sales, but what is your big, hairy, audacious goal? And it could just be a number too, right? It could be a number. Is it 5,000 a month? Is it 10,000 a month? Those of you know, if you're an adult, I want to see that number at least at 10,000 a month. So you're making 120. 120 gives you enough money to not only live your lifestyle, but hire some team 
with you, but you got to have something you're motivated to do, right? Maybe it is about, you know, the schools you want your kids to go to or opposite. I've got families who say, I want to, I want to make enough money that I can go uh, homeschool my kids and travel, right? Which is a whole different kind of expenditures and, uh, and lifestyle. But what is it that you're doing this for? Right. And we talk about a lot in our marketplace, which is the big why. What is your big why? Because if you don't have one, living through this is going to get more and more and more of a struggle. And some of you, you might have had some, you know, additional income, whether, you know, that's in a money market or a savings account and you're not feeling it yet, but it's going to topple soon. It, 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 it does. It has to. Um, because when, you know, the costs of the goods are 30, 50, 100 percent and you're not making that in proportional income, you're going to feel it on the downside hit. It's just, it's too big. It's way too big. So um, keep learning. Stay in this community. We are, I mean, ferocious about creating products and content and, and guiding. So every Tuesday we're here, Tuesdays one to, you know, three, we're not going to quite go to three o'clock today on Clubhouse, but we, we launch a Clubhouse. We're in those conversations. So we're very interactive in Clubhouse at one o'clock on every Tuesday. Uh, be in our marketplace. And if you've been in our marketplace and didn't make money, get back and learn those skills. This isn't just, it's funny, and Thomas, you're in the marketplace deeply with me so we can speak to this a little bit. The people who say, oh, it's just not for me. Uh, making money's for everybody. And if you don't like the ask, sell, ask, call it whatever you want to call it, but you're going to have to figure out how to make some money, which by the way, is put a little pause there. How was our tally? I know Linda made over $20,000. Uh, did she make any more? Did she break our record? Give us a little indication. How was our tally of our event? We just had a marketplace. Linda did, Linda did exceptionally well. She did over $20,000 worth of sales during the event. And she, as a result, is going to be on Laurel's uh, podcast uh, as part of that contest and part of what we do during every Millionaire Maker and Meetup event, of which we have three more this year. So if, you, if you're just joining us for the first time, would love to, to see you join and participate in that event and see if you can have the same success that Linda is having. Now, as part of that process, we have people submit their results. We vet those results to make sure that they are 100%, but had a lot of success at this last one that we know uh, some of you can be realizing as well, too. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and it's a muscle, right? So think about making money as a money muscle, and you have to strengthen it. Every day, you've got to practice. you got to practice. You can't just go to the gym once or twice or even once a week. Once a week, and I love people who, who go to the gym once a week and say, yeah, I'm on this fitness program. And it's like once a week? I have a background in exercise physiology. It's not quite going to cut it, right? So it's about that commitment of getting up and getting going and making a decision that's going to be different for you and your families. You know, a lot of you, because of where employment and unemployment and, you know, this, this economy is gone, many of you, I mean, take seriously being a damn good entrepreneur. And you say, well, what is that going to take? You've got to learn. I mean, we are conditioned as a world to be employees. And I, just, I say that over and over and over. And one day it's going to resonate and say, that's why this is challenging for me. You are trained to have employee muscles, not entrepreneur muscles. So you just got to hang out with us. You got to spend time with us. What do we do? Be in our marketplace. I mean, every three weeks we're doing a marketplace. Like Thomas said, the 11th and 12th of November is our next one. Then we have one the beginning of uh, December. And then the last one really we should kind of rename it because you know I'm going to make it like a ending the year. I'm going to make it goal setting. How do you complete a year? I've got all sorts of different things that we're going to be teaching in our final December 2021, which is midweek. It is not going to be headed into a weekend. It's going to be a little bit different about holiday money 
And by then, I mean, you know, the supply chain is going to catch up or you're going to have bare shelves. Where are you going to buy stuff from? You're going to buy from yourself. Direct sales is huge. I mean, we've been pushing it heavily, heavily. That's an answer to not having all this inflation um, in your spending behavior. And you say, well, I don't, I like my products I buy at big box stores. You might need to make some different choices while you're making bigger choices to go figure out how to make some money. So uh, we are, you're going to hear this over and over and over. You said, does she talk about anything else? I want you to get the memo. And I want you to take being an entrepreneur and growing as an entrepreneur seriously as a way of life, right? That's really what we teach. Uh, we don't have a program necessarily. We teach you how to be a lifetime entrepreneur. So back to the decisions. Um, big, hairy, audacious goals. Keep you that big why. Stay in learning. Stay in this conversation. By the way, those of you that are all clients or been following me for a while, I have five of these. Not five millionaire makers. I got five New York Times. So have you read them? When's the last time you read them? For those of you who are having a struggling moment, yes, energy is probably where you need to be. So uh, Amazon is where all my books are. Um, in fact, we give you review uh, Laurel Bucks for actually giving me book reviews. So I'm even giving you incentive to go out and uh, read the books, give me a book review on Amazon, but really consume it. Uh, it what I, it's why we call ourselves integrated wealth, like integrate it deeply and say, what is it that I have to change between now and the end of the year? What do I have to change now to start pacing that 2022 can be a different year for me. I can have a different experience of how money's made. And clearly the spending is gonna be what it is. I mean, you can either minimize your life and you know go under the auspices of, I don't even know, simple and safe. I don't even know if I call it simple and safe anymore. I was gonna say Ramsey and you know, Susie Orman stuff, but you know, I just don't think you have to do that. Um, there's just different ways to maneuver around continuing to have a healthy PL uh, and a balance sheet. You got to focus on a revenue producing day. So, what does that entail? Um, those of you who know that we love, um, oh, actually, oh, here it is. Uh, there's an app. It's an app called ULA, right? Um, so, uh, asklaurel.com forward slash ULA. And uh, we have to do this in the next week or two. And I'll be traveling with Steve. So, maybe on the plane, we'll get it done. But to really to, to put into an app on your phone, Every day, what do you need to do for revenue producing day? And for those of you who've been around a while, you know, you have to generate leads, right? 21 leads a day, if you just went to social channels, is not difficult. If you actually build a website and you work with Thomas and you can get a landing page and you, know, you get some free opt-ins and you, you know, still head out to social media through ads or different you know, channels or go to other people's summits, you got to generate leads every day. And then you have to sell them into your funnel. And uh, for those, the, the model we teach, it's, you know, two approximately $25 uh, items a day. So you got to make sales every day. So it's 21 leads, two sales at a low level. And then you have to do the third, which probably we don't talk enough about, is the follow through. Of the people you sold, what are you going to sell them next? What's the experience that you want to create? You know, I'm going to loop back up to number one of the habits. You know, a big, hairy, audacious goal for a lot of you, and you know, it's the reason I do all this is to change your life with money. So what are you changing people's lives with? And for those of you who say you want to help people, if you're not getting out and talking to 21 people and selling them anything and then moving them through an experience to be successful in whatever you're an expert in, you know, you're a little out of integrity saying you're uh, out here helping people. So are you really helping people by being out there, being of service, being the person who uh, is offering your products and services and you make it easy for them. And I think for a lot of you, if you didn't get that part of the marketplace, come back to the marketplace, 
um, especially you graduates come back and start putting in the ease of systems. Some of you still, and you've been students for a while, you send people say, go to my website and buy. No, you take their credit card on the spot. <laughs> Make doing business with you simple. Right. Instead of you making them go take an order, you take the order for them uh, instead of having them do all sorts of different generations about, you know, uh, financial transfers or getting money. Make it easy. Do the work for them. Um, there's a, there's a lot of things you can do to make it simpler where you have a bigger revenue producing day by making it an easier and better experience. And I say more successful experience for those who are going to be your client uh, network. And again, 21 uh, leads a day. A lot of you are networking through social channels, but show up, show up to other, you know, online Zoom events. I mean, live, live events are coming back. Uh, in fact, I'm going to live stream into a live event in uh, Calgary, Alberta, Canada next Tuesday, November 2nd. So they will be live in a hotel. I'll be live streaming in. Be there, network, use our team sheets, right? Be in other people's Zooms collecting your 21 new names, phone numbers, and emails, but make that a purposeful part of, I want to serve lives every day. I'm going to get 21, two are going to buy, and I'm going to follow through on the rest of it. So I hope you see these habits. They're not just things that I talk about. We have an entire team here in Carson City, Nevada, that does it every day. Every day, we do exactly what we're talking about for you uh, to, you know, a whole new uh, group of uh, potential clients for us as well. And then you got to use a team because there is no way that you can do all of these activities that it takes to be an entrepreneur. So let's just break that down. What does it take to be an entrepreneur? Like talk, think about a, a company, what are the departments of a company, right? You have marketing, you have sales, you have accounting, you have to do the fulfillment, the operation, you gotta do, which includes the customer service and then the technology that holds it together. So all of that, you know, what are you good at? Strengthen those strengths and then start thinking who's going to be the team that's going to do the work. And uh, there's a lot of you that should be banding together more inside of our community and helping each other not only get business, but do the work for each other. Um, so, you know, if somebody in the big table can do a website, someone else can do copies, someone else, you might be uh, better due diligence and money rules you know, start building that team that's really going to be for you and supporting you. Um, think about like a subset of, uh, of our community for you and building that team. Thomas, what would you like to add to those five? Again, big, hairy, audacious goals, stay learning, focus on your revenue producing days, which also includes building that network and database, and then start putting a team around you. So as you make more money, you hire the team, you do less. Right. There's a, there's a there's a tipping point to all of that where it's not going to feel like you're being as successful because a lot of the money will be spent on the team. Then there'll be a moment where the floodgates will open and it does transition that you got to stay in the game long enough uh, to make that happen. When it comes to those big, hairy, audacious goals, Laurel, you talk about how people need to be a little bit more selfish. We have a lot of people who are at the workshop talking about what their big why is. And it sounded like it was the mission statement for a lot of companies, but it wasn't really tying into what people wanted, right? Make sure that when you're setting those big, hairy, audacious goals that you yourself are getting something out of it. For example, Laurel during COVID was able to get off the road. That was her big, hairy, audacious goal. She wanted to be able to see Logan play football. She wanted to be able to hang out with Tristan and do more of that stuff, not have to travel as much. That was her big goal. How do I get off the road and make this happen? So for some of you, you need to tie it into your personal goals 
because when the going gets tough, you're going to want to make sure you have that motivation to stick with it versus if it's outside of you, not something that you're directly tied into, um, you're less likely to reach for it, right? So with you setting those goals, make sure it's something that you really care about and it's something directly related to you. Yeah, it's so, so critical. And uh, the other thing I was just going to say is the integration of personal and professional life. So when I think about a team, uh, and we talk about it a lot, but your your home team is part of your team. So, you know, for those of you who are still like, you know, keeping your personal life and your professional life and, and working hard to keep it separate, that's a lot of work you shouldn't. And really, no one really successful does. I mean, there's a huge integration of it's just a blend, right? And your family is included and you're not keeping it away. In fact, those of you who are serious about, you know, growing your kids into this, I mean, your kids, that's why we have uh, our, all of our events are family events, whether you're in our hundred K, you know, trying to, you know, on your way to making your first hundred thousand, or you're in our big table It's let those kids listen in a lot of times those kids actually can jam. I mean, we've had kids become, you know, millionaires in hacking in gaming. Um, believe it or not, there are so, huge competitions with, uh, you know, uh, big prizes as high as, you know, I remember one of our students made $250,000 winning a big gaming co convention uh, in New York, you know, it's been years back. But a lot of those kids, I mean, we have a lot of, lot of our uh, kids and teenagers and young adults are trading crypto and kicking ass, killing it, because they see it as a gamified, you know, very little money. And they're just, they're, they're, they're playing it like a game where a lot of you that are older, you're in a very, I'm going to say tag, tangible and kinesthetic way of thinking about money and not seeing how that actually is going to be the transition. And uh, as we head through the end of the year and come into that December, 2021 uh, last marketplace, uh, we should actually name it just our holiday marketplace. Cause we know we, uh, we, and we know what that's going to mean. We're going to complete 2021. We're going to, start talking very aggressively, um, and we already are now, and you're planning 2022. For those of you who are making six and seven figures or eight figures, you need to be planning now. You just don't say, okay, it's a holiday, and I'm going to start January 1 and start my plan, because there's got to be some momentum to get there and start that planning. Uh, so a lot of you, I mean, stay in touch with us, and what we're, we're doing is we count down the year, get into that time of, of closing out this year, and making 2022 successful. Uh, integrate your family, bring them along. You know, if your kids are saying, you know, what are you listening to? Instead of saying, Shh, I'm in a meeting, say, you know what, join me, right? And let them listen in and let them be part of this conversation of money making. And uh, there's a lot of changes coming in, so many different facets. Uh, I won't go into all of them, but you got to stay tuned. One of them that is coming, and you'll hear more and more as we head into December, uh, Kelly Korshak will be teaching and leading a very, very in-depth, detailed course on digital, you know, cryptocurrency, trading of currency, future trading of currency. Um, he and I have been doing a lot of recordings uh, around that. It's, I have a lot of podcasts and YouTube uh, videos that'll be coming live with him in the next month, preparing for a very deep dive for those of you, you know, this isn't just a, a gaming trading thing for your kids. You got to take this seriously. Um, like he said, I mean, we're within reach of you using digital currency to buy your home goods to buy uh, your hotel, your uh, rental car, uh, an airplane flight. Those that's that's coming very soon and sooner than you think. Yeah, in fact, I was actually uh, looking at that today, Laurel. Most cryptocurrencies are working with businesses to accept it at a one percent transaction fee 
where your average credit card processor will do it for 3%. So yeah. this, this crypto stuff seems far out there for you. Understand, just as Laurel said, it's actually going to be coming a lot sooner than you think. Yeah. Uh, and this inflation stuff might actually help spur that along as well, too. So exciting yeah. times. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, other decisions that we make, um, we make decisions only inside entities. We don't do anything individually. Um, I'm just kind of looking through some notes and some, through some different social posts that had went on this week. Um you know, we design, we do run, we live our life through operating agreements. And I call that designing your divorce while you're in love. I mean, what are you going to do? What am I going to do? We're going to do business together. And uh, there's no sole proprietor businesses that sustain uh, longevity when you're serious about getting wealthy because you can't do the deductions. So I said I was going to end kind of with some spending. So I mean, from now on, every time you spend, I don't care where you are, you have a personal card, you have a business card, which credit card are you using? And you've got to start thinking deductions. Can I deduct it? I mean, one way to, to you know shift your spending is through direct sales because there won't be any inflation in those prices. You're going to hear us say that over and over and over. So just kind of get used to it and either join in or not. I mean, keep giving Walmart your money. Um, or target your money or whoever you go give that money to, or you pay yourself back and you can control it that way. But you also control your spending through whether you can deduct it or not, whether it can be a tax advantage in your spending. So again, some of you who have been sitting on the fence are kind of like walking down the middle of the line saying, well, I thought about getting an LLC or an S Corp or a C Corp, haven't really called Scott which by the way, when you put Scott's number for controllers in here, you need to be incorporated. Uh, otherwise, this spending conversation we're talking about of using which card, you know, whether you're going out for lunch, if you're having a business conversation, it's a, it's a business expense. Um, when you're flying somewhere, is it a business expense? Uh, any of the money that you spend, you've got to think personal or business. Now, the spending is different because I just said have an integrated life. So that's, that's emotionally and behaviorally. When it comes to spending... <laughs> I mean, you personally don't want to be spending much because you legally have no right to do a lot of these deductions. It doesn't work like that. So uh, how many days do we have to the end of the year, Thomas? 66 till the end of the year and 30 until Thanksgiving. Wow. So it is coming in fast. Uh, it's amazing how quickly these days count down. Uh, November tends to just jam by and... Um, if you look at the days, you have to look at all the weekends that are taken away, and then there's holidays that are going to be taken out of there. So for a lot of you, uh, you probably really have less than 45, 50 days to get stuff done. So what happened? Uh, you know, what happened to 100 days, right, Paul? Yeah. I'll put that in the chat. <laughs> All right. So uh, those of you out there that are on our podcast, go to askworld.com. Actually, if you're in any of the broadcasts that are listening, go to askworld.com. You can ask any question. Um, we're going to start bringing people back over there. We're getting uh, more out in the social channels. We really want you to go to askworld.com, ask a question, make a request, and uh, bring those through so we can uh, uh, continue to do our Tuesday broadcast through the end of the year and answer any question you have. So we are that place where you shouldn't be wondering, what do I do with money? You should always be asking. That's what we're here for is to support you. So um, anything else to wrap up our conversation today? We One o'clock, we'll be jumping over to uh, Clubhouse. Those of you that are out on our podcast, again, stay tuned. We are live. Uh, actually, let's put those both up. Our podcast goes out every Friday. And our YouTube channel goes out every day. So there's a lot of really rich content in our YouTube channel. And uh, we encourage you to go binge watch. It's a lot more educational and beneficial for you and your family's life than watching Netflix. So go binge watch out on my YouTube channel and uh, 
we'll uh, continue to have these conversations as we head into the rest of the week. Thomas, thank you. And thanks to the team uh, behind us that does all this work to get us here. Thank you, Laurel. Oh, wait. So what is Gene? Do you want to do any questions? Well, we did talk about ending with the YouTube video. We had a lot of people talk about how much they loved that video they saw last week. And your YouTube channel right now is blowing it up and would love to have that video where you talked about entrepreneurs thinking how they make decisions, maybe to play us off here as we go going for today. So take any other questions. Again, this is a live session. So if you have questions, you can go ahead and put them into the chat. Uh, we can pull those up on the other side. If we want to play that video, Steve and Laurel, I know you're very yeah. busy. Got to get moving forward, but we'll go ahead and get that going. Have a great day. And as Steve pulls that up here again, go to askloral.com slash YouTube so you can sign up, uh, subscribe to Laurel's channel, get notifications when all the new videos come up. We're uh, putting up new ones every two or three days. Great content up there answering a lot of the most common questions that people have when it comes to money, starting small businesses, and generally surviving and thriving in today's financial climates. So Steve, is that ready to go on the other side, sir? Beautiful. about how entrepreneurs think and how entrepreneurs make great decisions. All right, I'm going to talk about three things in this video. One, which is absolutely what you have to do before you go into any business relationship, like critical. The five habits that successful people use to be thinking and decision-making. And the last, I call it design your divorce while you're in love. Let's get started. Okay, number one, what's that one thing that is absolutely critical that has to go in every, every business decision? It's due diligence. You have got to understand due diligence. So in my Millionaire Maker book, I actually have the five Ds of due diligence. And how do you do due diligence? Sometimes, a lot of times, it starts with a background check of other people. It starts with just an industry assessment. Like, what is the industry that you wanna go into? It starts with the team. Like, do you even wanna be in business with this person? And I'm gonna go down to the basics of just trusting your gut, like that gut check. Is this somebody I wanna do some business with? Other due diligence is run the numbers. And now if you're listening and saying, Laurel, I have no idea how to do any of these things you're talking about, stay tuned. At the end, I'm gonna give you some resources that are gonna help you really go through a due diligence checklist and help understand. Because you know what I see from where I you know, look at the world, too many people just run into business together. And women, I swear God put me in a woman's body to pick on you, because I am one. I watch you do the girlfriend thing. Oh, let's do business together because we're friends. Well, you know what? You got to do business because you like have great skill sets together, right? So you're not looking at your friends and family because you want to do something together. And in fact, I really take a really hard look at due diligence and say, do you really have the right? I've just seen families do it. Like, does your family have the right skill set? Or are they willing to learn other skill sets so the collective business can actually run? Like, again, you're going to need somebody that has marketing skills. You're going to need sales skills. You need accounting skills. You need fulfillment skills. You have customer service technology, you have all these things when you look at a company. So what decisions inside your company do you need to be looking at? So the first thing is due diligence and most people don't do it. 
right? So as you're looking at making these decisions, you say, what do I need to be thinking about? Due diligence is imperative. At the end, I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna circle around, give you a review and give you an amazing gift, so stay tuned. All right, let's talk about how you think and make decisions. It's so critical. So thinking is just a huge part of it. I'm gonna talk about five habits in the context of thinking. So what is your big, hairy, audacious goal? Right, again, you know, I've talked about having a business plan and I've talked about having your vision and mission. Big, hairy, audacious goal. Jim Collins wrote about it in an amazing book called Built to Last. And some of the most extraordinary disruptive companies have come from having big, hairy, audacious goals. The other thing is you gotta be a learner. Always have a mentor. I've had a mentor since I was 17 years old. I cannot imagine running a company or business finance without having somebody who has been there and done it. I've been an eight-figure earner for decades. But before I was an eight figure, I was seven figure. And before seven figure, I was six figure. So make sure that you have someone that's guiding your ship to just go out there blindly by yourself. I mean, that is the highest form of risk that I could even tell you. So number three is having a revenue producing day. So what's interesting about our culture, and this is a worldwide problem, is because we're taught that money comes from a job, you don't grow what I call revenue producing muscles. So one of the greatest habits in addition to having a mentor, having a big hairy audacious goal is get to revenue fast. If you've ever watched Dragon's Den or Shark Tank, they, what's the first question they ask? Have you made a sale? So you've got to get to revenue fast and you've got to, as the owner of your company, like you don't have to do the sales, but you have to have the team and you've got to drive it. I call them revenue producing muscles. Do you have revenue producing muscles? Do you get up every day? Are you looking at dashboards that show your sales, show where those sales came from, which marketing initiative drove those sales as an ad? Was it a social channel? Was it an event? Was it just, you know, live walk through traffic, whatever your business is? It is imperative that you start generating as the owner of your company revenue producing muscles. And then you've got to start building this massive network of other experts. You're not going to do this by yourself. I mean, by the time you get to six and seven figures, you're going to need to hire a team. So this network of experts become your team. So those kind of two and four, but they're very distinctively different. Here's what happens to new startup businesses. You hire what you can afford. So I want you to start noticing where you're hiring what you can afford versus hiring who you really want. And instead of like, compromising, I'm going to tell you, let's go produce more money and let's go create new revenue. Let's generate more strategies. I've taken people literally making five, six, 8,000 a month to 20, 30, 40 a month like that. There's only a few strategies you have to do. You've got to be willing to do them. So as you develop this expert network, I want you to think about, I want to hire that lawyer, but I can't afford him today. I want you better like put them in your directory. I want to hire that CPA. And, and by the way, CPAs and lawyers sometimes Unless you are accredited or high net worth, they won't take you. That doesn't mean you walk past them. Here's how I treat them. I can't wait to be your client, right? To me, I just take that as a challenge. Wait till I'm, you know, making enough money. So just really watch that. A lot of times your business is going to fail because you don't hire fast enough. You hire substandard work versus who you really want. And you don't keep that directory of information. Like I remember being 21 years old and Bob Proctor told me, you need to hire this person and this person. And that was exactly what happened to me. They looked at me and they said, you're so young. You don't even make any money. Like we only work with, you know, highly experienced people. I kept their information and I got there as fast as I could. I hired him at 27 years old. It took me six years, but I hired him. So really important uh, networking, expert networking, and keeping that information, that directory. Your team is critical. And your team is the, what I call in the business team, who's working side by side during the day. And then there's the on the business team, who's looking at the strategy and really keeping you with a more macro view of your world. So thinking and decision-making are critical. Here's what I am gonna say. 
experience. Time and experience. That's just why I always have mentors. I want mentors who are gonna guide me, uh, avoid costly errors, open up that directory and Rolodex as fast as you can. But I can tell you as an entrepreneur, like how you think and how you make decisions will be the life and death of you. It will. So this last one is so imperative. But before I do that, I want All right, that was not all of the video. We're encouraging you all go to asklaw.com slash YouTube to learn more. Uh, so again, sign up, get notifications, whatever Laurel posts, new videos on YouTube, and then peruse uh, the content. We've got over, I think, 60 videos with new coming every month, answering again all of your questions and, and specific financial questions in general. Uh, so then that way you can have those questions answered. Uh, again, we do have... Upcoming Millionaire Maker Meetup and Marketplace events coming up November 11th to 12th will be the next one. If you are interested, go to askthelworld.com slash event. You'll be able to buy a ticket. You can also call into the office, 775-588-9200. Uh, talk to Molly, talk to someone on the team to get your tickets and start learning how you can make money to help deal with these uh, inflationary times, these challenging financial times that we are in. Uh, and help thrive accordingly. On behalf of everyone here in Integrate Well Systems, on behalf of Laurel, Steve, Andrew, the whole team, thank you very much. We appreciate serving you. We look forward to seeing you next week and seeing you in the community. So this is Laurel, and you've been listening to my podcast. If you've enjoyed this, I have a couple things you can do that are completely up to you. Number one, take my quiz. Go to integratedwellsystems.com and take the quiz. You will find that there's one of four personalities, financial personalities, we call them, that you're going to fall into. So as you take the quiz, it'll actually go through and identify, are you, you know, uh, in stagnant cash flow, right? Are you overpaying taxes? Do you have debt issues? You know, are you a lifestyle junkie? Where are you? And then from there, it goes to a video that actually gives you some solutions on how to correct that problem. So again, go to integratedwealthsystems.com, take my quiz, and we'll go from there. Okay, and then a different call to action. This is Laurel, you've been listening to my podcast, Laurel's Real Money Talks. If you'd like a conversation one-on-one -on -one with one of my team members, the easiest thing to do is call my office, 775-588-9200. Say, I would like a one-on-one -on -one with someone on the team. The other thing you could do just to go get some gifts is go to laurel.club, L-O-R-A-L.club. Laurel.club is a place where you can get a free ticket to my marketplace. You also can bring a guest to the marketplace, fill out a profile, and get a whole bunch of gifts that we uh, really want to get some feedback. I want you financially literate. The biggest challenge people have isn't that they have a resistance to money. They just don't know about it. So let me help you. And you're here on this podcast, Laurel's Real Money Talks. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Real Money Talks podcast. Your host has been Laurel Langmire, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View. Want to learn more about off-Wall Street investing, tax strategies, and multi-million dollar business strategies? Visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast for past episodes, show notes, and resources. For some special wealth building gifts only for Laurel's podcast listeners, visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast gifts. Do you have a burning question for Laurel? Visit asklaurel.com to submit your question, and it may just be covered on a podcast episode. So stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to get new episodes every week.